The Tig and Daniel Podcast, brought to you by Snow's Furniture. 98.5 The Bull, Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. Tig, I was looking around at uh, spectacles I could bring to your Super Bowl party you've got coming up this Sunday. We'll be going over to your neighbor Chris and Allison's house. I'm not like you. Whenever I go to a party, I like to bring something. And I like it to, to be a conversation piece. Do you know that I had a, uh, not, not braggadocious, but I like... Uh, I care about my community and stuff, and I made a relationship with a city councilor. You know what? She brought wine over, so I think you're right. You must bring something. You've got to bring something to a party. Uh, and I thought, just anything won't do. So I've invented something I'm going to bring over there. It's going to sweep the nation. After I do it, it'll catch on, and everybody will be doing it. Uh, for a, a time there, charcuterie boards were big, right? Yeah, the cheese and cracker thing. Right. Yeah. I'm going to make a shot charcuterie board while I get a nice bottle of tequila, put Are it on a board your mind? with all the various fruits and limes and things like that that you use to take shots with. It's going to be a beautiful sight. It's going to be the toast of the town. Everybody's going to be high-fiving and congratulating me. They might lift me up in a chair and carry me around the party. You never know so what will happen. you're not bringing cheese and stuff. And crackers. You're bringing liquor? Shot crudery board. And then people will feel compelled to take those shots. That's their business. Because they're trying to be polite. And then it's going to be a damn disaster over there. I I don't want to hear it from you. You'll be in space yourself. You'll be orbiting probably about halftime yourself. Because I think but you'll I be, don't take shots and all that I know, on. but you'll be nervous before the game, probably drink beers on an empty stomach. Yeah, probably. I feel uh, like hell on earth for at least three days. Dude, after, that's a bad <laughs> idea. I, you know, like I want to keep this anonymous, but one of our buddies, he got a hold of some te- uh, some tequila, tequila the yeah. other night, and uh, I don't think he was alive for like two straight days. <laughs> like, hey, it, we've it, all it, been it there. It was bad, right? So I don't know if that's like a responsible thing to do as a fellow human to. If you don't feel to that tequila. you can take, uh, if you can't drink tequila responsibly, Tiger, I will advise you not to touch it. And whoever this guy was that got sick off of it, but and you know how with the other day, I'm going to have to say to him, uh, "You are forbidden." Nah, you're you're messing up because whenever somebody brings something to a party, you feel compelled, out of politeness at least. You know, if you brought a cheesecake, I don't even like cheesecake. I would feel like I have to eat a piece of it just to. You know, say to Daniel, thanks for that cheesecake. These people are going to want to drink tequila shots only because they don't want to be rude. At least the tequila shots, the shot crudery board, would be bad for the men and the women. If I were to take, and you didn't even know what this was, it's the hottest new thing right now. If I were to take shambongs over there, that's a champagne flute that's got a tube on it, and people can basically uh, bong, beer bong a champagne down. If I were to bring that over there, the party would turn into madness. Women love to do shambongs. Women love that champagne stuff and mimosas and all that kind of stuff. Have you ever had to go pick up your wife from a brunch with unlimited mimosas? I've seen her after a brunch, and it was like a bomb went off in her head. When I was in Nashville, the lady I was dating at the time named Stephanie and uh, your wife had gone out to unlimited mimosas one brunch. They still, to this day, every single year around that date, they a little like, remember this day? I'll never <laughs> never forget. Never forget. I picked them up. They're on the ground. Remember that, that scene in uh, Saving Private Ryan where one of the uh, the soldiers that stormed the beach of Normandy was standing there kind of in shell shock holding his arm? Yeah, and everything's fuzzy like, and Like his that. arm had yeah, fallen yeah. off and he was still holding it. That's what it was like picking those two up for brunch. And they still, they're like, hey, remember this? Never forget. <laughs> Never forget that. So what do you think would be a bigger mistake? The charcuterie board or the shambongs? Uh, I would not do tequila at a Super Bowl party. I mean, that, that we got to work. Like, I don't understand why the NFL doesn't do this on Saturday. but That's a good question. At, at this age, I wish they'd do it on a Friday. Tequila makes the clothes fall off. I'll tell you, listen, I'll, I'll let you make the decision about shot charcuterie board or shambong. I'll tell you right now, if I've brought shambongs over, way worse than shot charcuterie board. Hmm. Why Because the you? women will get into the shambongs real bad. And you think men are rowdy when they drink. You ever been around women when they drink? It's wild. 
They're not, it's like an old-fashioned saloon. They go crazy. It is uh, firing guns into the air, <laughs> flailing about on the ground. Drop a contact down the scene. So, what do you want me to? Which one do you want? I don't. I think it would be a very bad idea to bring tequila to the party. Okay. That's what I feel. So you feel like Shambons. You're making a terrible mistake, but that's your business. All right, well. But speaking of tequila, Joe Nichols is coming to our third birthday party. And I guess people will drink tequila. You know, Daniel told me something I didn't know about our third birthday party, that it's an open bar, by the way. It is, yes. Like free tequila and whatever you want to drink, I guess, right? It's open bar, yes. And we got that chance coming up at 7.40 and 8.40 today with our Tiger Daniel birthday bash with Joe Nichols here on 98.5 The Bull. Well, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull on Friday. Today, our high is 69. Hey, now. Beautiful that? day yesterday, wasn't it? Did Pretty you get nice. out and enjoy it? Mm-hmm. What'd you do? I uh, watched my kids jump on the trampoline. Well, my one kid we and had, then his well, friends. Had more kids. I didn't know about this. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, all the neighborhood good. kids coming over Congratulations there. on the new kid. <laughs> uh, but another uh, pretty warm day for us. Super Bowl this weekend. Not looking great on Super Bowl Sunday, though. Rady, 46 is our high, so it'll be a good time to be inside watching uh, football on television. Welcome into Did to See. We take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. And right here in Tulsa, speaking of the... Su- Uh-oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to start this song. Buddy, what is How happening with you this? today? You just stop it. There you go. There we go. Um, speaking of the Super Bowl, a lot of people want to bet. You know, there's all these bets going on. Not just on the game, but will Taylor Swift wear red and stuff like that? Governor Stitt here in Oklahoma... He's looking to get this thing passed this year, hopefully. So, Sports betting started expanding across the U.S. in 2018 after the Supreme Court ruled to allow each state to determine its own sports betting laws. Today, at least 35 states have legalized sports gambling, and all but two states have proposed some type of legislation to legalize in-person or mobile sports books. I'd heard from a lot of Oklahomans that were already betting, kind of an out-of-state. Governor Stitt's recent proposal allows casinos to open brick-and-mortar sports books taxed at 15%, and mobile sports betting taxed at 20%. I looked at all 35 states, came up with kind of the average of what those states are getting. The tribes criticized Stitt's plan, saying they want to keep exclusive gaming rights that are protected under the State Tribal Gaming Act. Then preclude the casinos from getting a statewide mobile license, but it also doesn't preclude DraftKings or FanDuel or a local business person from coming in. Our neighbors in Kansas raked in almost $7 million in state revenue from $1.85 billion in wagers. Yeah, I got to say, like, uh, one time I tried to gamble legally through, I think it was called FanDuel. You see the commercials on TV? Mm -hmm. And it knew I was in Oklahoma, and it said, don't, you can't bet, because you're in Oklahoma. However, it gave me directions to drive to Kansas, park my car there, and bet from the parking lot. So if you had to predict a timeline, do you have any idea when this will pass? This year, I think it's going to pass. It was, it was almost last year, but then mm-hmm. they, I don't know, they got busy or something, but uh, it's going to be pretty soon, I think. So next year, um, when you bet on the Super Bowl, you might not have to go to jail. Another lawmaker hoping to pass a bill. Did you see that... Uh, uh Lawmakers trying to pass a bill that would would keep cell phones out of school. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? They're already not really allowed to have cell phones at school, but they would uh, would like to pass a bill that will have them put them in a pouch or a locker or something like that during the school day. Mm. So they can't access it. Right. I, I wonder parents wouldn't like that. I mean, we didn't have cell phones growing up, but now that you have them, I'm sure parents want to know, like, if they needed to call their kid. That's my whole thing. I'm like, look, of course we don't need to have cell phones in school but if something goes down you're going to want your kid to have a phone be able to wait to you know have a way to call you or check in and things like that that's right so i don't think it'll work i don't think anybody's going to go for that bill but we'll see like if you, I, the kids will just hide their phone right yeah when i was a kid we were not allowed to have chewing gum in class but we chewed it anyway <laughs> little secret chew little kids why were we, I wonder why we weren't allowed. I guess because they thought we would put it under the desk and yeah, things like that. We're also not allowed to have candy and stuff, like hard candy to eat. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? Guy was arrested for climbing that sphere in Las Vegas earlier this week. He uh, scaled the 366-foot sphere 
on the strip. Here are the comments from witnesses and the man who climbed the Shvir Mason uh, about the climb and uh, a little tie-in to Oklahoma after we hear this audio. Pro-Life Spider-Man. His name is Mason, actually. He goes by Pro-Life Spider-Man. I'm here on top of the sphere. I guess they're going to make me go through the top. I don't know what kind of penalty they have for being foolish. <laughs> He's willing to die for this cause. He's the same guy that climbed that giant building in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City. Yeah. That's right. And he calls himself the pro-life Spider-Man, and he's back at it again. On that big giant ball they have in How Las in Vegas. How in the world do you climb that sphere? I don't even know. Hmm. A mysterious metal object fell on someone's home in Philly last night, and the FFA had to, or FAA, excuse me, had to be called in to investigate whether it was a piece of aircraft or not. Here's the owner, homeowner talking about the bizarre object that fell on his roof. If it really did fall from an airplane, I would have thought it would have gone right through. Um, but thankfully, it doesn't appear that that was the... I mean, I, I didn't ever really think that's what it was, but it, it just looked so much that like that that it had to be had to be investigated. The, FF, the FAA has concluded that it's not a piece of a plane. What is it, then? Mysterious object. That's weird. You know, last night I was out in the yard and I saw a satellite flying over, and I always liked that, and I just was taking a moment. And then, boom, meteor at the same time. Comes in, and it looked like it hit that uh, reader's gas station to me, but... So you claim you saw a satellite and a meteor? <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay, buddy. Yeah, I mean, every time I tell you something, you think I'm lying. And just all these miraculous things happen when you're out in the yard by yourself. Dude, this meteor lit up the sky pretty good. Did it? Yeah. I didn't see it. What were you doing out in the yard anyway? Uh, that's kind of my thinking spot. Bunch of skiers and snowboarders in Wyoming got chased by a moose the other day. It happened at a ski resort in Jackson Hole. Luckily, no one was hurt because it was a big moose. Here's Kenny, his original video of the, and then him being interviewed. Moose, how's that? Go, Ken. Go faster. In the moment, more surprised knowing that those types of animals can be very aggressive, especially out in the wild. Usually moose are reacting defensively to the situation that they're in. It's not uncommon in areas where you have people recreating, especially even in big groups in these areas that moose are spending the whole winter in and getting their food there. If I'm on skis, there's no way a moose is going to catch me. Uh, you would be killed by a moose. Yeah, because I can't. You're unable to ski. You would fall down immediately and uh, die. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I guess a moose, how does a moose kill you? It stomps you with its hooves or uh, horns, or do you think it just eats you? He probably disables you with his force, and then he eats you. Trampling? Yes. I don't think a moose would eat you, though, would it? I don't know anything about meat. Me Is it moose or meese? Um, <laughs> moose. We've got the Tig and Daniel birthday bash tickets coming up. Eric Bam is going to be in later on today, Tig. He's uh, bringing a bunch of pizza in. Oh, really? It's National Pizza Day. Oh, that's right. So, um, little update. I went and tried uh, your wing suggestion at uh, Sheridan Lanes. I want to know what the bowling alley wings taste like. I'll we'll get to that know. next. Even that Jelly Roll on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel at 646. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Got to head down uh, to Alabama for my... Uh, Little nephew's birthday party coming up in March. And, uh, buddy, I just I don't think I can fly. I'm just not not in the space right now where I'm ready to fly. Why? Because that door fell off that plane? Not even that. Because what is it? Because the last trip I did, and I'm trying to get over this, the last trip I made down to Alabama, I got delayed in Dallas, and it took me longer to fly than it did to drive. Mm -hmm. And then on my way back home, it took me longer to fly than it did to drive. And it's real expensive. And I'm trying to, I want you to just make the decision for me. So if the flight is like $500, or $500, and it's a, what is it, 10, 11 hour drive, what should I do? Well, I've always like tried to do the math. Um, like, let's say you have a 7 a.m. flight, right? Mm -hmm. You got to get there, what, five or six in the morning. Listen, in Tulsa, you're, you're one of these guys that still get to the airport two hours early, no matter what. Here in Tulsa, I get to the airport 30 minutes before the Big flight. Big mistake. You, in Tulsa? Yeah, because I've been out there before and waited an hour in line. You just you, don't. I promise you, you I did. Not. I promise you I did. In line for what? For, like, checking your bags. Not TSA, but, like, just to get your bags checked. Okay. Um, But I, I like to do the math. If it takes you 10 hours to get somewhere in your car, 
you can leave at 7 in the morning. But if you're going to fly, you got to leave at like 5 in the morning to get to the airport, and then you wait there, and it might be a delay, and you go through Dallas. And, you know, at the end, you might only save an hour. Absolutely. And, and maybe you might even be later than if you just drove and you save 500 bucks. I think you're driving that. But I, here's my problem. I don't want to be the guy that refuses to fly anymore. I don't want to be the Mr. T. Well, you wouldn't drive to a far destination. This isn't that far away. And I feel sorry for your dog because dogs don't understand where they're going. So your dog gets in the car and thinks it's a 15-minute ride. Eight hours later, he's back there like, hey, man, what the heck? Yeah, he don't and know he what's doesn't happening. know when it's going to end either. Um, I did that thing where I got him some of those CBD dog treats. I gave him those thinking he'd be asleep or whatever. And he's still back there just looking around. He's like, oh, what's <laughs> He's happening? just looking around for 10 hours straight. So oh I guess, God. I mean, I just need to bite the bullet and drive, right? I think you got to drive it, yeah. And I can't even say that it's boring to drive anymore because we have endless entertainment now via podcasts and mm -hmm. you can hear anything you want to hear on the on your phone and you can be, even put the audio of a YouTube video on there and listen to it. That's what I do. But uh, yeah. I just can't, I just can't see any way where it makes sense. Doesn't. You don't want to spend $500 and you probably get there quicker if you drove. Also, another thing, if I fly, if I fly into Atlanta, it's a lot cheaper, but then I got to have somebody drive from yeah, my hometown to Atlanta, which is a four-hour round trip for somebody else to come pick me up. Yeah. You know, I, I had that, you know, I have a mom and I have a sister, and I thought they loved me and stuff. And then I say, listen, I'm going to fly into that Pensacola airport. This is near Gulf Shores. I said, listen, I'm going to fly into that Pensacola airport. If one of you guys could come and get me, that would be fantastic. And uh, no, they were like, no. I was like, what? Hey, buddy, you're kidding me. No. I'll call these women, and I'll be like, shame. I'll tell them, shame <laughs> like, on your, you. They won't come pick you I'm up from the airport? I'm your baby boy, and, and my mom's like, you, you, you can get a rental car. I'm like, come on. Like, that, I don't want to spend $150 a day. Would you just come get me? Nobody would. I cannot believe that. Somebody a, flies into Tulsa, I go pick them up. Yeah. I could say Uber. I don't do that. I go pick them up. In fact, I don't just drive by and pick them up. I park the car. Yeah, that's crazy. And walk in there, and I'm waiting in that little room. Oh, I never go in. I'll just do the drive-thru part. But, Buddy, that, man, you really I'll are be committed. waiting for them at baggage claim. I'll carry their bags out to the car. Look at Daniel being your, a good human. And your mom nor sister will drive. How long is it to Pensacola? About 45 from our house. Shame. <laughs> I wish you'd call them up this morning. I'll cuss them right out. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we will. Um... But I know what we're going to do today. More Joe Nichols. Well, he's going to be at our third birthday bash. Joe Nichols yeah. will be there. And we've got your tickets at 740, so less than an hour away. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty Gadino, my son. He's in public school, and uh, they're always asking for substitutes to fill in. You know, they got the regular teachers and then uh, substitutes. And one day I called up there and I said, hey, you know, what are the requirements to be a substitute? Do I have to have this or that? And they said, basically, if you um, pass the background check and all that kind of stuff, you're good to go. And I see somebody on Tulsa Reddit said uh, they were interested in substitute teaching at Tulsa Public Schools, and they said, do they drug test, though? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I want that person in the school, right? What were you looking into that for? Were you thinking about being a substitute? Uh, for a second, but then I recognized I had a job very early in the morning. Yeah, and, uh, like, job. while there's school going on, I would be here. Like they'd eat you alive if you were a substitute. Yeah, we always disrespected substitutes, didn't Real we? Real bad, yeah. And you're the kind of guy, I don't think, if they started, like, messing with you, I don't think you could resist getting upset and flustered, and therefore they would uh, try to aggravate you even more? Probably. I mean, remember during the pandemic, a lot of us had to educate our kids at home, and I tried that, and my kid, he was, I don't know, four or something, three, and I would say, okay, if you got two oranges and you add two more oranges, how many is that? And... I just couldn't believe he wasn't getting the concept, you know, and I was not patient. I was like, dude, it's four oranges, man. <laughs> so I think I would be a terrible substitute if I can't handle that. But uh, wait, wait, Hold on. Are you trying to get other jobs here? You know, we work together, and you're, are you secretly trying to get more jobs? No, it was more of a um, – the idea of my, mine was to, like, meet a need the schools had, not get another job. And mm -hmm. I said, well, you know, if I can substitute, I guess I will – but then I realized, like, I have to be here, and it's not going to work, and all that kind of Brilliant, yeah. We don't need you being around the kids trying to teach them. <laughs> I need to worry about you, buddy. They'll leave dumber every day. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull. Um, I remember, and we all remember, going to school growing up, and I, I think the only thing they gave us fun to do was a field day. 
Do you remember field day in school? Uh, you're talking about field trip, I guess, would what we call it. You call it a field day? No, they had like a the school, they would throw a kick they would just put a ball out there and you got to play kickball instead of go to class for a second. No, we never ever okay. got to do anything. Well with you that. didn't have that. <laughs> what? What is that? In a field trip. I don't know. They called it field day, but anyway, like everything has changed because I think we only got like spring break and stuff. Now there's fall break. Now there's spring break. And uh, today, my son, I just got pictures. They do this thing on the hundredth day of school, where they dress like one hundred year old. I we saw we that, never yeah. did any of that. You know, I see that from time to time where they uh, you dress like a very old person. Is that cool? Or is that does that hurt hundred year old people's feelings? <laughs> is there like a guy in a home that's offended by all this? I don't know. So what did he wear today? He dressed like an old man. My son did. Well, you going to post a picture of it? I'd like to see that. All right, I'll do that. Yeah, he's got like an old man mustache and old man clothes and a cane and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, they didn't have no 100-year-old parties for us. The best we got was like um, an assembly. Well, I remember Spirit Week where you were, they had you dress like a nerd one day and things like that. Do they even still do that or is, is dressing like a nerd considered not not cool? Unsure about that. I mean, the what I do remember too is that they would ha- every now and then have this guy come in and talk to us about you know drugs and stuff, and then he would tear a phone book in half. I remember that, I remember that. the uh, power team or whatever like that. He's like a uh, very religious guy, and uh, he to prove his love for the Lord, he would tear a phone book in half. Yeah. Did you ever have the guy that came into the school with a big old snake? We yeah, every now and then snake guy came in. <laughs> snake Listen, guy comes in. They were like, "All right, kids." Uh, I'm going to show you all these snakes. They're deadly poisonous. <laughs> and then at the end of the show, they'd be like, all right, I got one last snake. Who wants to come down here and hold it? <laughs> and so 20 of my classmates would go down there and try to hold this python. What were they thinking? Mm-hmm. Do you want your kid handling snakes? I don't want to be around a snake, so I don't think I want him to be around a snake. And they, yeah, so all 20 kids would get up, put this long snake in their arm. And I was like, this thing could, you know, things could go haywire here. And we don't know the snake guy that much. Like, what snake guy did last night? I don't know. <laughs> my, my point is, I don't think they vetted snake guy very good. Maybe he's crazy. Right. You never know what kind of day, the, you know, what kind of, is the guy hungover? And we're letting children come down there and hold these snakes. That's a good point. But is he, I, I'm sure he'll enjoy 100 days of school. 100 year, uh, a lot of, I think all TPS does that today. So we'll see how it goes. It's 98.5 The Bull. Coming up, Daniel. 740. What do we have? Tickets to our Tig and Daniel birthday bash featuring Joe Nichols. 985 the bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Our Tig and Daniel birthday bash, our third year here at 985 the bull and Joe Nichols is going to be there. Your chance to win that in about 20 minutes, 740-ish or so. And uh but in the meantime, we're looking for your calls because Daniel wants some help this morning. You ever seen that uh show Shark Tank where they have an idea? And then they get these uh, people together, and they decide whether they're going to invest or not. So we want you guys to be the shark this morning. Uh, please call 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898 if you'd like to be a shark right now. And then we're going to figure out what Daniel's idea is. Yes. Once the sharks get on the line, Ty, it's an opportunity for you to be rich, the two sharks to be rich. My last invention that I came up with that I pitched uh, unanimous around the board, everybody said, yes, they would like to invest. And what that was is if you ride in an Uber and you throw up into the Uber, Uber charges you $150, right? Yes. And so your your idea was to have an air freshener that makes you vomit. Nauseating air freshener. You can pick up this shark here. Let's find our first shark. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Uh, could you please turn down your radio? What's your name? Carson. Carson. How old are you, buddy? I'm uh, 13. 13. Are you ready to become rich? Sure. All right. Well, Carson is on the line here. We need one more shark. 918-879-9898. Are you on the way to school, Carson? Yes, sir. Uh, is it 100 days of school for you? Like, Tig's son, Mac, has had, had to dress up today for 100 days of school. I don't think so. You don't think? You don't? Well, you'd know. Probably not, then. Okay. Pr- that's a no. All right. One more here. Hang on, uh, Carson. we got to we'll come right back to you. Hey, it's- shark. Tiger Daniel, who's this? This Chad. Chad, are you ready to become rich today? 
Yes, sir. Let's get it. All right, Chad, hang on the line. We're going to get uh, Carson, our other shark, back on. Uh, Carson, meet Chad. Chad, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a water operator in a rural water district. All right. Water operator. Uh, Carson's going to school. Chad, say hello to Carson. What's up, Carson? Hi, Chad. <laughs> Tig, you will hello. be. Tig will be the third shark. Okay. And uh, here we go, guys. Uh, we all must eat, right? Right. Yeah. Tig, you're a shark too. Please. We go do ahead. eat. Yeah. We must eat, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you like to go out for a nice meal every now and again, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. What's the problem with going out to a very, very, very nice meal? Super expensive. Expensive. Okay. My new restaurant chain, it's called Scraps. The first people in the door that night have a very exclusive and delicious feast. But it's very expensive. It's going to cost each person maybe $250. They eat all they can eat. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. They eat all they can eat. The next people that come in, the price is cut in half. But they're eating the scraps. <laughs> Wait, so we're eating like the rich people's food that they didn't they left on their plate. The restaurant is called Scraps. The very mm -hmm. first people in there, they pay top dollar, but they get first pick at the food. The second people that come in, the food is much cheaper, but it's the scraps. And then you've got even another round of people that come in and say uh, maybe their food is, is it the $50. It's the scraps of the scraps? Scraps of the scraps. <laughs> oh, God. Eventually, the food is, <laughs> is darn near free. But it's, uh, you've, you know, several people have eaten there before you. You are eating scraps, yes. Well, Carson, what do you think about this, man? I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because... Have you ever eaten eating other? Have you ever have you ever eaten uh, lunchroom food or uh, leftovers? Yes, I don't like lunchroom. Do you like leftovers? <laughs> kind of. Sounds like to me he's Carson's out. Carson's out. All right, Carson. Sorry, you're, you're not going to be rich with me, Chad and Tig. Uh, Chad, we move on to you now. Do you like the idea of the restaurant called Scraps? I can't, I can't do it. I can't get on board with that. You know, a true story about Daniel. Now, he's going to deny this. He used to work in a restaurant. And, um, you know, when he was a young man, he didn't have a bunch of money. But whatever wine the people didn't drink, he'd go back there and drink it in the back. I can get on board with that. I didn't really do that. I don't know what, why Ty thinks that's well, you're lying. That's what you did. You told Ty, me. Get me a Bible in here. I'll swear on it. He I didn't would, drink people's wine at would, the restaurant. He would bust the tables. And if they had, like, a little swig of wine left, you'd drink it. Well, thinking of, you know, what, Ty, you know what? You're out. I'm not even going to allow you to try to <laughs> be in on Shark Tank. So, uh, Carson, you're out. Chad, you're out. Do you guys have any inventions that y'all wanted to pitch this morning? No, sir. Not really. No? Well, right, Carson, guys. have a great day at school. And, Chad, I appreciate you calling, too. And it looks like uh, this is a no deal. No deal. I was riding high off that last deal when I had three sharks that said yes. Now to three sharks <laughs> yeah. that have said no. Well, that's what they say. Like, failure is not failure. It just means you're trying. And one day you'll have another invention. Then. Maybe so. Fun. It's 98.5 The Bull. Well, you, you fellas be good now. All Thank right, you now. Too. Bye. 98.5 The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, Tig and Daniel. Third birthday bash. Coming up, we got to do the uh, 98.5 The Bull fight, Tig. Mm -hmm. Final one of the week. Do you think, will you predict today that the loser will be able to talk the winner out of the tickets well, this time? Well, it hurt your feelings because uh, it is our third birthday bash. And Joe Nichols will be there. And then one day somebody gave their tickets away to the other person. And I think it kind of hurt your feelings. Not really. I was surprised because mm -hmm. this is the uh, hottest ticket in town. Hard to get. Mm -hmm. uh, joining us in the studio this morning, Eric Bam. He calls in all the time. Well, I will say he used to call in all the time. I haven't heard from him in about a week. Uh, now he's in the studio. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. How are Why you? haven't you called in in a couple of uh, weeks? You know, I like to, you know, make you wait a little bit and, you know, keep you on your toes. He's and playing hard to wonder get. wonder where I'm at. Yeah, you know, it's all good. <laughs> Uh, we're having I'll, I'll a call. this morning. It's uh, National Pizza Day, and uh, Eric Bam loves pizza. Maybe too much. 
Mm-hmm. It's my job, you, you know. But it is. It is but, my uh, job, so it's okay. You keep an ongoing list. I saw somebody was commenting on your uh, your page the other day. Have you come up with a, a new list that I haven't seen yet? Yeah, I updated it with some uh, places that, you know, if you go to my Facebook, it's Eric Bam. It's all public. You can go look at it. The list is there. I've literally eaten every slice of pizza that's on that list. I brought you guys some Uncle Vinny's pizza this morning. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely incredible. It's getting demolished right now. I feel bad for Uncle Vinny. This guy had to get up this morning at, like, oh, no. uh, what time did that guy have? Uh, he had to get up pretty early because it takes a while to warm that oven up. But, What's his uh, name? That's uh, Lawrence. 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 Lawrence Zezima. He was up a little early today. His <laughs> wife was there. His daughter was there. And, and what? Uh, he brought his wife and kid in there, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Thank you, know, you, Lawrence. I gave, I gave his daughter nuts, and I said, hey, thanks for getting up this early. But the pizzas look phenomenal. I bet and he was furious this morning. I had to get up. And no, uh, he wasn't. He's he's happy. He loves doing it. So we're here he, with Eric Bam, pizza expert in Tulsa. And I did see the list you put up, so I'm um, yeah. pretty concise. You saw the list? Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. I did but I, yeah. You did see the newest one? Well, it's kind of like you say about Netflix, Daniel, where it's good to have somebody recommend. Yes. Because there's too many shows. Yeah. And so I like the recommendations. And, you know, Eric Bam, pizza expert, I think it's very useful so I don't waste my time and money eating a bad slice. There you go. You've already put the good slices out Yeah, there. and you know what I did on that list? It's not a list of pizza places. It's a list of exact pizzas right. to order at the pizza place. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll so, get to, we'll get yeah. that in a minute. We got to do this uh, 98.5 The Bull Fight. We're looking for two contestants, 918-879-9898. You will be vicious enemies competing for tickets. And we're playing for the Tiger Daniel third birthday bash. Joe Nichols will be there, and we want you there. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Daniel, I'll let you do the honors. What's the next song? Uh, let's do uh, Morgan Wallen's Last Night. And yeah. in honor of Eric Bam being in here for National Pizza Day, I've got a pizza quiz today. Oh. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. You'll have to resist uh, answering the questions. 918-879-9898. Good luck. Last night. Here we go. It's the bullfight on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. This guy, Joe Nichols, is going to be at our third birthday bash. Here's to the past. They can kiss my glass. I hope she's happy with him. Daniel, who do we have today? Today on the line, we've got Julia taking on Selena. Uh, hang on. Eric, what are you doing, buddy? Eric Bam here uh, for National Pizza Day. He's got a brand new pizza list. Please don't ring the bell until it's time. Have Eric Bam back in the studio. <laughs> Julia, what do you do for a living? A psychiatric social worker. Psychiatric social worker taking on Selena, and I ask her what she did. She says uh, she worked in an office. Yes, sir. Uh, it, what doing what? Um, office work. <laughs> Files and stuff. I guess so. Cabinets, yeah. All that. Important stuff. All right, you two. Well, what office do you work in is what I'm getting at, I guess. I I work, you might say, for oil and gas. Oil and gas. Uh, Julia, Selena, it is National Pizza Day. Eric Bam is in here uh, as a guest today helping us with the uh, pizza general knowledge trivia. All these questions are related to pizza. Eric, uh, I'm going to give them uh, each one hint. If you need help, Eric can help you. You can call on Eric once a piece. So you they get one phone a friend. One phone a friend, yep. which is Eric Bam today. I like it. Uh, are you prepared, Eric? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm yes. Ready. Let's go. Julia, are you ready? Yes. Selena, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. We will start with Julia. What controversial topping goes on Hawaiian pizza? Pineapple. Pineapple is correct. Oh, there we go. Put it right up to the microphone. Sorry, sorry. His only job is to hit the ding. Really? Selena, what kind (laughs) of cheese is traditionally used on pizza? Mozzarella. That is correct. Got some weak dings, man. (laughs) Well, hey, I'm not a professional dinger like you are. (laughs) Julia, what is the most popular pizza topping in the United States? I would say pepperoni. Correct. Selena. Yes. What city is famous for its deep dish pizza? Chicago. Chicago is correct. Julia, what salty fish is a common but often disliked pizza topping? Oh, sardines. 
Do you want to phone a friend? Well, she's already answered. Eric. She's already answered. Too late. Oh, okay. It is not sardines. It's anchovies. Yeah, remember, guys, if, you, okay. if you're not confident, you can always ask pizza expert Eric Bam. I don't know, though. Is sardines and anchovies the same thing? No. Eric, what do you think? No. No, they're not. They're not. No. That was uh, Julia, I guess. Selena. <laughs> Sorry. Your time. Yeah. You could take the lead here. Yes, in sir. what city did the world's first pizzeria open in 1738? New York. That is incorrect. Nobody's you, using their phone, a friend. Uh, I know, and only two <laughs> questions to go. Did you even know that, Eric? I want to say that's Naples. I could be wrong. It was absolutely Naples. Thank you. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, if you don't know it, ask Eric. Two questions to go, guys. Uh, Julia, what green topping goes on a margarita pizza? Uh, is it spinach? Another wasted attempt to ask Eric Bam, pizza I, expert. I don't what get was it? it? Like, what if you're it? confused, just ask basil. Eric, right? It was, I was basil. confident. Basil, basil, basil. Okay. Selena. Okay. What yeah. do you call a pizza that's folded over in a half moon? Calazone. Yes. That is correct. All right, guys, final question. Julia, fill in the blank. In 2010, someone traded 10,000 blank for two pizzas, which today would be worth about $500 million. Eric. Bitcoin. Bitcoin is correct. Okay, Bitcoin. Awesome. We are tied up, Selena. It all comes down to this. Okay. Cowabunga, dude. What famous cartoon foursome are known for their love of pizza? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And with that, Selena has defeated Julia in the 98th of the bull fight. Selena, I've been calling for two weeks. Well, you've gotten through. Selena, you've got a decision to make now. Will you hold on to these Saga Daniel birthday bash tickets or give them to Julia, uh, the social worker? Julia, why should Selena give you the tickets this morning? It is my birthday month. Mm. Birthday month? I'm a Valentine's baby. Yes, I'm a <laughs> Valentine's baby. All right. Well, you, uh, Eric, I'm going to throw that bell away if you don't stop. Uh, Selena, it is uh, Julia's birthday month. But you've been trying for two weeks. The decision is ultimately yours. Are you going to hold on to these or give them to Julia? I've been trying for two weeks, and I really want a date night with my husband, so I'm going to keep them. I'm sorry, Julia. Happy birthday. All right. No, you're good. You want them fair and square. Selena, a very Thank romantic you. date night with her husband and Tig and Daniel. Yeah. Uh, Eric Bam will be at the Tig and Daniel birthday bash. Joe Nichols. Joe Nichols. Also Joe be Nichols. There. <laughs> so, what's your husband's name? Joshua. Joshua. We're going to give you a moment now to uh, whisper some sweet nothings to Joshua. You take the floor. Just tell him you love him and whatever romantic things you'd like to say in this month of love. Go ahead, Selena. Joshua, you're my best friend, and I thank God for you. Keep going. And I love you. Is there any way you could stop moaning? Daniel, <laughs> you don't you don't love love, Tug? That's so weird. I'm a romantic though. guy. I enjoy hearing romance, romantic <laughs> things. I do too. Like yeah. I was feeling that. Uh, Selena, I hope you and Josh have a great time at the show. If you guys could do me one last favor, give me three numbers and an animal. Ninety-eight five the bull. the bull. We're intrigued this morning, Eric Bam. Uh, what are you? What, what do you? What would you call yourself professionally? Uh, we say pizza expert, but what is your what do you my actual title? Yeah, what I do? I'm the vice name. president of sales and marketing for Perfect Crust Pizza Liners and IncredibleBags.com. All right, so you know a lot about pizza. Yeah, yeah, I'm friends with a lot of the best pizza makers across the country. I've eaten a lot of the best pizza places across the country. You also make a list here in Tulsa of the best yeah pizza. Have you branched out outside of just Tulsa? Oh yeah, I mean I could tell you um, just places like I had a friend two weeks ago say, "Hey, we're going to New York City. Where should we eat?" And I gave him like five or six places. Go; these are the places you need to go to. Well, how so. far? But how often do you update this list that you come up with? Like my Tulsa list? Yeah. Uh, I mean, today the one I did last night is probably the most extensive list that I've done. Um, it, you know, usually it was like top ten before, but you know, I, there are other places that you know that I haven't been to in a little bit or haven't you know 
just like I, they're not close to the house, so I may not eat there as often. So, but I updated the list today, so it's there on my Facebook. How often do you update the list? Uh, this is the first time I've updated it in probably six months. Oh my goodness! You know what well. he should do? He should post that in Tulsa restaurant reviews. Like just I have. No, he, we should post it. Oh, I have. I have. I have posted that, and I've gotten filleted because you know I love when people say. Well, what about this place? And I'm like, okay, it's not a list of places; it's a list of specific pizzas, you know. And so I, you know, every it's subjective, right? Well, for, well, you, you you're in the industry, so you can't you would hurt people's feelings or upset people if I, you did it too often. I'd imagine. Eh, Do you probably. get flack whenever yes. you post a new list? Yes. You'll get that list. We'll post it on uh, the Bulls Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give you the rest of the uh, pizza. General knowledge trivia that I uh, had the other two contestants play, Julia and Selena. Let's go. Here are the final questions. They get harder as they go, so you're now at the very hard portions. Because it's National Pizza Day or something, right? Yeah, it's National Pizza Day. Go eat some pizza today and and Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Order your pizza today. Pre-order it. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a great point. Pre-order pizza (laughs) today. Whatever you want for Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, pick it up early. Pre-order it. Don't call on Sunday thinking that they're going to be able to get you an order out that quickly. Yep. All right. On what volcano slopes were San... How did I say that? San San Marzano tomatoes? Yes. First grown. Vesuvius. Mount Vesuvius is correct. Give Tyg the bell back, please. Uh, No, I want Tyg to have it. Oh, my God. He caught it. He caught it. Keep the change, you filthy animal, was... Home Alone. What movie featured pizza chain Little Nero's? Home Alone. That is correct. You know, the oddest thing about that movie is how did, why did they order 20 pizzas for 10 people? I haven't thought about that. I'm not. <laughs> Think about that. Deep I'm questions. Not in all life. messed up. Uh, in what country can you go to Pizza Hut and order a pizza with mayonnaise, shrimp, and a spicy cod roast sauce? I'm going to say, I don't know. The, I'm going to guess and say. England. I'm going to guess and say... Russia. Can I guess? Yes, please. Uh, India. No? Japan. Ah. Ah. What movie features a restaurant named Pizza Planet? Oh, come on. That's uh, Buzz Lightyear. Um, What is that? What? Ah, come on. Got to have an answer, please. Toy Story. Toy Story. Toy Story is correct. Toy Story. What do you call a pizza without tomato sauce? (laughs) Pizza I wouldn't eat. What do you call that? White pizza. Ah, well, that's not necessarily a white pizza. And what Manhattan neighborhood was the first pizzeria in the United States opened in 1905? The Bronx. I don't know. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) Ty, what do you think it is? Um, Soho. Little Italy. Uh oh. <laughs> well, that makes too much sense, doesn't it? What Julia Roberts movie is Mystic about a pizza. Connecticut pizza restaurant? Mystic Pizza. They buy perfect crust pizza liners. Do they? Is that yeah. an actual pizza? Yeah, place it's a real still? pizza place. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. Mystic oh, Pizza. There you go. Eric, you might know too much about pizza. I know. That's okay. How many times do you eat pizza each week? Oh, probably on average four or five. You're following him on Facebook, aren't you, Ty? Yeah, his he name is Eric Always Bam. with the pictures of pizza. He's eating pizza. Yeah, it's what I do. You ever get up one day and just like, man, I am not going to eat pizza today? No. It's got to be a day. No, there's not. I, You know, it was kind of funny. I was thinking about it the other day. I think it was Tuesday. I had pizza for lunch, and then Megan, my beautiful smoke show wife, and I had pizza for dinner, and then I had pizza for lunch the next day with my buddy Steven. Like, I, I, I like pizza. It's all good. I'd like to see your blood panels. <laughs> you know, surprise. Hey, all my stuff's good, you know? Like, everything's good. So submit blood work to the Tiger Dingo show. I mean, my doctor did tell me about six months ago, he said you probably should lay off the pizza and wine diet a little bit, and you'd probably lose a little weight. But, you know, you just get up and go walk every day. So. I want to know from you, where's the worst slice of pizza in Tulsa? Oh, boy. Oh, I couldn't answer that I question. I you could. That's a more interesting question yeah, to I, me than it the really best, is. The best um, I'd like I, to know the worst. I will, I will tell you this. I... I remember being in Muskogee, Oklahoma once, and this pizza place is long gone, and walking in and talking to the guy, and he said, you want some pizza? And I, I said, no, no, I'm full. And I was not full, but I was not going to eat, eat that pizza. So, But that place is long gone, and there's a reason for that. But, you know, they say pizza's a lot like sex. When it's good, it's pretty good. When it's bad, it's still pretty good. So, <laughs> so it's all good. There you go. From our pizza expert, Eric Bam. There you go. Here on 98.5 The Bull.
What is the uh, name of the pizza you brought in today? This place? is um, Uncle Vinny's Pizza. It's 71st and I want to say Elm out in Broken Arrow. It's New York style. Uh, Lawrence Zezima and his wife have, have bought the place and, and, and just killing it. And the pizza we brought in today is phenomenal. And he got up early and made pizza for us. And great kid. I say kid. He's probably in his you know late 20s, early 30s. But great kid, family man. Um, you know, does a great job. Check him out. He's a great pizza. And Phenomenal. it's called again? Uncle Vinny's Pizza. Uncle Vinny's. All right. Well, Eric, I appreciate it, man. The pizza expert bringing us some pizza this morning. Very cool of you. And we continue with our third birthday bash. More tickets to see Joe Nichols coming up at 840 on the board. The Bull, Tiger Daniel, joining us in the studio this morning. Eric Bam, it's National Pizza Day, and you're a pizza expert. In fact, you do a list a couple of times a year of the best slices of pizza in Tulsa and surrounding areas. Correct. What What is your, on your latest list, which came out, what, yesterday? Yeah. What's the the top one? Well, I, they're not ranked in order. They're what? Just, I, think, I can't Come do on, that. Right. I like them all. Oh, but if you look problem. at the list. You're I, in too deep. You're right, too invested. All right. The top slice on that list right now is the DeMarco at Andalini's. And that's been the top one for yeah, the last several I love several it. Time. It's my favorite right. slice in town. My second pizza question for you. Yes. Whenever I order pizza and I have it delivered, mm -hmm. you, you must tip, right? Yes. When pizza guy comes to your house, what are you tipping? Five. I'm always a five or two. Tag, what do you tip? But doesn't it depend on the price? Not to me. Like the I, Super not Bowl, to me. The I'm, Super Bowl is coming up, and if you order 20 pizzas, shouldn't you give them more than $5? Yeah, I would agree with that. But you know what? Like, I get Walmart delivered in my house, and you know what? Whether I order 20 items or I order 30 or 40, I tip five. Same. If it's a normal occurrence, I'm a fiver. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's safe. I get what you're saying, though, Tig. If you order 200 pizzas, yes, you must. Yeah, if tip it's excessive, more. oh, 100 percent. Yeah. On the uh, box, I often see from particular chains it says the delivery fee is not a tip. Who's getting that delivery fee then? The chain. The chain itself is getting it. 100 percent. I mean, you think about it from the standpoint of buying tickets. Like, I just bought tickets for my wife and her daughter to see Justin Timberlake, and, and it's this fee and that fee and this fee. And you know what? That's going to Ticketmaster or whatever. It's not going to Justin Timberlake. But are they I turning mean, around? Service. Like, if it's a $1.50 delivery fee, do they turn around and give that to the driver so they can get their oil changed and buy no. gas? They just no. keep it. They keep it. Now, anymore, the delivery from the actual restaurant itself is dying. It's all going third party. It's all DoorDash. It's all Uber Eats. And so mm -hmm. that tip is go that tip legit goes straight to the driver. So, you know, it's 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 interesting. We live in this world now where everything is where you have to tip and you walk in, you order I we there's a sushi place at Tulsa Hills and you walk up and you order and they flip that that iPhone pad around, that iPad around, and, and do you want to tip? And it's like, for for what? What am I tipping for? Yeah, so same thing with me at the golf course. I got a hot dog. It was already made in tin foil. Yeah. And they handed it to me, flipped the screen around, and are like, wonder what the tip is. By the sushi yeah. place, though, you got to give the uh, sushi maker a tip. I, I could see that. The no. guys back there rolling things in uh, rice? No. No? I, I mean, I don't think so. Not always. At a sushi place, the guy making the well, sushi, but, uh, but handmade. I, all right, but I'm talking about somewhat of a fast, casual sushi place, not like a very nice sit down. It, it's a little different, and it, you, you, I, if somebody knows where I'm talking about, they know what I'm talking about. But it's not. This guy's it's painted not himself like in a corner here, revealing that he doesn't tip at a <laughs> sushi restaurant. Well, I, no, I, I actually do tip there, but it's that awkward. Well, how much are you going to tip us? Mm -hmm. Um. Some of the tipping I don't mind at a place where somebody's making my food, sure, I'll tip. I did go to a place the other day where I went up to a counter. I ordered my food. I had to make my own drink, get my own cup, mm -hmm. get my own silverware, get my napkins, my salt, my pepper. Then at the end of the meal, I had to bust my own table, take all the stuff to the garbage and the tray and all that and put it up there. Still a tip. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a little crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I think, I think we live in a world, though, I, if you... If you want to be on your phone and you can find all the negative and all the negative stuff you want to find, but there's a lot of good stuff in the world too. And I think, you know what, if you're a good tipper, I think it comes back tenfold. And I know you're a guy that you, you frequent a lot of the same places, right? And so if you go to the same places and you tip well, you get taken care of. So, so you know, it's karma, right? I guess. Um a little I'm bit. I'm surprised that you don't tip at sushi places, but that's that's your business. Not Eric. every sushi that's place. Your, that's that your That sushi place. Non-gratuitous Eric Bam. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that pizza by. Yeah, Thank thanks you for having me in. Love the show. You Uncle guys are awesome. Vinny's. I don't know why you haven't been calling in lately, but, uh, you know, it's all been Spud lately who's been calling in, not you. Yeah.
I'll, I'll call in when I drive home. So. Don't call today. Maybe oh. give us a couple of weeks. We've had enough. Of okay. You. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, uh, 98.5 98.5 The Bull. Look at him go. Look there at you go. You go. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. All right, Joe Nichols tickets are free right now. Well, I should say our third birthday bash, and Joe Nichols will be there. You're never going to be able to get the uh, Tiger Nichols birthday bash phrasing correct, are you? Probably not. 98.5 The Bull, I know that. Who do we have with us playing? Today, we've got Ivory taking on Courtney. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. Ivory, you work for the census, is that correct? That's correct. How often do you guys do the census? So most people are only familiar with the decennial, but we have about 15 ongoing surveys. I do a crime survey, and I also do a statistical survey called the American Community Survey. Wow. All right, yeah, I thought I thought it was only done once every four years, but it's you, you have them ongoing all the time, right? Yep. Ivory, thank you. Uh, you'll be playing against Courtney this morning. Courtney, you say you work for a billing department. Uh, if I receive a bill that I don't really want to pay, what is the best way to get out of paying a bill? You should always pay your bill. Every now and again, though, I just be ignoring them. <laughs> Hopefully they just but go away. That's I like your it. Fault. You get that thing in the mail and it shows you how many days yeah. like have gone by since you haven't paid the bill. And then eventually they, you say you will turn us over to the collections department. That we do. Is that actually true? And then they buy the debt from us, from you guys? That is true. All right. I don't pay them nothing, those collections people. <laughs> Guys, uh, earlier okay. me and Tig were having a debate about what we're bringing to the Super Bowl party on Sunday. I suggested that I admitted something called Shot Cruderie Board, which is a, a bottle of tequila with all the different, like, limes and things like that that you use when you have some tequila. Or I could bring Shambongs. Are you guys familiar with Shambongs? No. I, I have. Ivory? Yes. You are? <laughs> Now, I want you to tell Tig. I am Tyg, not familiar. <laughs> Ivory, I want you to, to explain to Tig that a shambong is way more dangerous than taking shots of tequila because champagne, I feel like, sneaks up on you. Sounds risky to me. What would you <laughs> rather have at a Super Bowl party, shambongs or shot crudery board? Um, that's hard to say since I don't drink anymore. <laughs> Bring them both. Bring them, okay. Well, now. Back on the wagon. Sounds expensive. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. This is for the Tig and Daniel birthday bash. Ivory taking on Courtney. Ivory, you got through first. So, whose trial against former partner Amber Heard was a major source of celebrity gossip in 2022? That would be Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is correct. Courtney, what J word can come before shrimp, jet, or mortgage? Jumbo? Jumbo is correct. Ivory. What restaurant chain has a secret formula of 11 herbs and spices? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Excuse me? Kentucky Fried Chicken. KFC is correct. Courtney. Complete the quote. Go to jail. Go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect blank. $200. $200 is correct. Ivory. What was banned by the, by the 18th Amendment to the Constitution in 1919? What was banned by the 18th Amendment by the, to the Constitution in 1919? Uh, uh, alcohol? The sale of alcohol is correct. You're on fire, Ivory. <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> Whose birthday is on February 22nd, but is observed on the third Monday of February? Uh, is it Abraham? It is not Abraham Lincoln. It's... Help her out, Tig. Rosa Parks? George Washington. George Washington. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we blew that one. Yeah, we did. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, Ivory has three. Courtney has two. Ivory. What industry made J. Paul Getty and J.D. Rockefeller rich? Uh, 
newspaper? Mm. Ah. Tig, help Ivory out this morning. Steel. Give yourself a buzz. Oil. Give yourself a buzz. <laughs> okay. Oil. Oh. Oil. Courtney. God. What does the C stand for in the television show CSI? Crime. Crime is correct. All right. We are tied up, guys. Three to three. We've got one question left. It all comes down to this. Ivory. What Apache leader's name is commonly yelled by people jumping out of airplanes? Geronimo! Geronimo is correct. Courtney, some, what is somebody bagging groceries? What's happening? Hello? One more time? Who's, Hello? Who's rattling around a bag? What was that? Oh, I was walking in. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Please sit onto the ground and answer your final question here, Courtney. <laughs> What flower associated with the state of Kansas can grow to over 20 feet high? Uh, sunflower. Sunflower is correct. And with that, we are tied up, Tig. While I pick out a tie-breaking question, please ex exchange or explain, excuse me, explain mm -hmm. how this works. Okay, ladies, the next question is for the both of you at the exact same time. Don't blurt out the answer. We just want you to say your name. That's your buzz in. Just use your name, and then we'll give you a chance to answer. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. All right. Who was the infamous co-author of the 2007 book, If I Did It? I think I, I, got, I, think I got that one. What do you think it is, Ty? Orenthal James Simpson, OJ. OJ Simpson. That is correct. We must move on now to our second tie-breaking question. What breed of dog is Scooby-Doo? Courtney. Courtney? Oh, for the love of goodness. <laughs> um, Where is the judge this oh, morning with the buzzer? Here it is. Courtney, what did, you didn't know it? I, would, I can't think. German, no, it's not German Shepherd. Ah. It was Great Dane. Ah, we must now move to the third tie-breaking situation. What's the record number of tie-breaking questions we've had? We've had Doug? four before. Four? All right. Mm -hmm. We're not close to you. <laughs> All right. Let me see. What red-breasted bird is often called the harbinger of spring? Courtney. Courtney? Courtney said it first. The red bird? That is incorrect. Mm. Help her out, Tig. Cardinal? The robin. I, I just suck at this game. I today. know. What has happened like, to you? Tig like, used to be like smart or something, and now all of a sudden, <laughs> you used to be everything. like Ken Jennings. <laughs> used to be. From Jeopardy, and now you're like Spud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we now go. We, uh, now, for the first or second time ever, our fourth tie-breaking question. Ladies, which university's athletes are known as the Blue Devils? Uh, Courtney was the first to get through. Courtney, what's your answer? Courtney. Yes. I mean, you can't keep buzzing in if you're not going to answer. Oh. Sorry, did you hear? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, but um, you didn't give us an answer, go so ahead. we got to move on. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. All right. It was Duke. This is a new record for us. This is now what? How many tie-breaking questions? Five, I think. five. All right. Five. First time ever. Our fifth tie-breaking question. What is a Saturday night special? Ivory. Ivory, go ahead. Uh, is it? That's a gun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, cheap handgun. What I thought. Okay. Uh, Tig? Sixth 
Tiebreaker. Kill some time here. I got to come up now with a six yeah, tiebreaker. You didn't question. have enough lined up. I know. Go but ahead. ladies, um, you're both playing for these tickets to our third birthday bash. Joe Nichols is going to be there. And what tension? Only right, time guys. will tell who gets to join this us. This is the final tie-breaking question. If we don't get a winner here, we will hold on to the Tiger Daniel birthday bash tickets and maybe do a double bullfight on Monday. Okay. Ladies, who starred in both Baywatch and Knight Rider? Ivory. Ivory. David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff is the is the correct answer. Oh Lord. Oh my. That was intense. That was a very <laughs> intense. I don't want to do that again. Uh, Ivory, you've got a decision to make now. Will you hold on to these tickets or give them to Courtney from the billing department? I've got Courtney, to keep these. Courtney, why should <laughs> Ivory give you the tickets this morning? Because we fought it out hard, and you're a great person and giving person. <laughs> All right, Ivory, are you a great and giving person? I totally am, but that was so hard, and I deserve those. Right. Well, I'm just going to keep the you tickets. Uh, Ivory, we'll see you at the birthday bash, but don't worry, Courtney. You've still got chances to win. We'll be giving these away again all next week on 98.5 The Bull during the bullfight. Uh, one more favor, ladies. Could you guys please give me three numbers and an animal? 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. And Broadway and Friends in the Afternoon, KVOO FM Tulsa is 98.5 The Bull. So, Daniel, I, hot country. I've got a uh, question for you. Um, pop quiz. Daniel doesn't know anything about football up until a few years ago um, when they kicked the extra point. You thought it was called the spare point. What's the question about football? Can you remember who's in this year's Super Bowl? It's the Chiefs and the 49ers, oh, right? You, were, you almost didn't have it. Hey, listen, that, that's big for me because normally I don't give a rat's. But this year, Tig has been into it because his son has been into it. Um, his son's joy for the Super Bowl is contagious. It's got you excited. Mm-hmm. That in turn, I'm pretty excited to see the uh, this year's Super Bowl. What city are the Chiefs out of? Kansas City. What city are the 49ers out of? <laughs> Hang on. 49ers. Like, I think even a child would know this. Probably so. I don't watch I don't watch football though, so um gosh, is it Detroit? No, not the Detroit 49ers. <laughs> hang, on, a, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna guess it. That's it's a wrong the answer. Blank 49ers. San Francisco 49ers. There you go. On account of the gold rush, right? In 1949. Yeah, the 49ers. They all went out there to do the gold rush. Mm-hmm. People that were looking for gold did not get rich, by the way. Only the people that sold pickaxes and shovels and things. I know a lot about the gold rush. I know very little about the <laughs> San Francisco 49ers. Right. Well, uh, maybe at our Super Bowl party we're having at my buddy Chris's house, maybe we can talk about the gold rush since you know so will much about it. Will you finally, and I've asked you about four times this morning, what you're bringing to the Super Bowl party. You will not reveal, or either A, you haven't planned on bringing I haven't anything. planned on anything. Do you right. think that you're the Messiah of the Super Bowl and that you don't have to bring anything? You think we're all just going to put out palm no, leaves like on Palm Sunday and you're going to ride a mule into the Super Bowl party like Jesus did back in the day? Last time we had a party, like a football party, I brought the wings and somebody didn't like them. So I got fired from that job. And so, you know, now that's their problem. Okay, well, what are you going to be bringing? I will be bringing a good attitude and a Impossible. vibrant smile. And uh, Dana wants to bring tequila, so that'll be great for everybody. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring things, and I'm just going to Venmo you for half of them. Yeah, you can do that. What's your wife bringing to the party? I don't know. You can, you can definitely Venmo request me, no problem. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm going to do anything about it. It's 98.5 The Bull. 9.15, Friday morning, Tig and Daniel. Hey there, Daniel. I'm a little upset this morning, Tig. We did uh, Shark's Tank where I... Uh, pitched the idea of a restaurant called Scraps to you and two other sharks. And Scraps is a place where you go and you have a wonderful meal. It's very expensive, very opulent. It's a big meal. And you you pay top dollar for a very good meal. And then people come along right after you and they pay a little bit less. But they will be eating your scraps. So the rich guy, like the part of the steak he didn't eat or the mashed potatoes he didn't eat, right. you can pay less money, right. but you're eating his scraps. And then the person after you comes and pays even less than you did and... and 
so, so on and so forth. So it's scraps of scraps at that point. And eventually, it might even get down to scraps of scraps of scraps. So that didn't work, and I was very upset. It makes me uh, reluctant to bring up this idea. At least in my street, it's trash day today. Is the whole city of Tulsa every, I guess we all have different trash days. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Mine happens to be on a Friday. And I have some neighbors that live right next to me. A guy's named Derek. I don't know what his wife's name is. But uh, I, this morning, when I'm pulling my trash can around, you know, I have to get up very early. And I noticed this thing is so loud when I'm dragging it around. Do you know that you can, you can hear, easily hear your neighbors wheeling that trash can around? Why don't we come up with a quieter trash can to pull around? Mm. We'll get grants from the city of Tulsa and other cities, probably all over the country, that uh, are quieter trash cans when you're pulling them around without all that rattling and that. <laughs> After we do that, Tig, we're going to go on to develop a garbage truck. That's what that I was going to say. gently puts down the, because uh, you complain about it at least once a month on this show over uh, whatever they're doing over there. They gently lift up the garbage can, dump it out, and then they just slam it back down. Like yeah. they hate the trash can. And they drag it. And the dumpster boys, the guys who pick up those metal dumpsters, they don't put them down gently. That's what I'm saying, dog. I, I actually thought there were bombs going off at night. And I said, and I even went to an Iraq war veteran who I know. And I said, are these like bombs going off? And he's like, I hear them all the time. Don't know what it is. But it was, it turned out to be those big metal dumpsters you see. Right. And they were lifting them up and then they would slam them back on the concrete. So the name of our business is going to be called Quiet Cans. Quiet cans? Quiet cans. There's some alliteration-ish there. Yeah, we specialize in very quiet trash cans that quiet are cans. either, A, pulled around by yourself or dumpsters. Uh, what will we make the dumpsters out of in order to keep them quiet when they put them back down on the ground? Rubber? Could be rubber. Could be leather. Leather dumpsters. These are going to be very expensive, Ty. <laughs> we want to make a lot of money with this. So with our, our quiet cans, <laughs> it's a leather trash can. Mm. You can do rubber. Mm -hmm. Are you in or are you in? I'm in. All right. What other materials can we make it out of? Cotton. Now you're talking. <laughs> Fabric dumpsters. A cotton dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Are we back next week with more uh, tickets to our birthday bash? We sure are, Tug. 7.40 for, to come to our birthday bash. Joe Nichols will be there. That's all next week, starting Monday on 98.5 The Bull. The Tiger Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture.